to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or Dave at insagency.com. Another edition of Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM on your radio dial. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. On the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com. Check us out on our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And, of course, the podcast is everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, our home base. We're on all podcasting platforms. Let's jump into it. A lot to get into today. We have a full show. No guests yesterday, so we're a little guest heavy today. Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports, joins us in his new time slot, 435 each and every Tuesday. Matty Hudak, again, the uh, Tulane sideline reporter. Uh, also, again, a fantastic podcast. She will join us at 515, talking Tulane. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com will join us at 535. 
uh, talking LSU. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, wherever you live. If you need help with your air conditioning system, your heating system that, again, needs to be properly cleaned, inspected, uh, and repaired if necessary, especially if it's a gas system, uh, call my friends at Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Truly a company can trust. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. A company I've trusted for decades. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. All right, a lot to get into. Let's start off with, again, the um, uh, the Tulane um, Athletic Director uh, search. Um, two things were posted today on social media. First of all, it was Ed Daniels who asked Coach Willie Fritz if he had spoken to the athletic, uh, spoken to the um, uh, the powers that be at Tulane about the athletic director search. Uh, now he didn't mention, according to Ed, he didn't mention Courtney Gosha by name, but when when it was asked about him. Uh, he said, that's the dude. That's the dude. Uh, also, Garland Gillen put out a list of prospective athletic director candidates. Uh, Courtney Gosha, again, deputy AD at Tulane. Um, uh, Dr. Monica LeBron, deputy AD at, at Tennessee. Kelly Zinn, executive de- 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 deputy athletic director and CFO at LSU. John Daniel, deputy athletic director, CFO at Cincinnati, and Scott Sidwell, previously at Penn State, who had been at Tulane before as well. Of course, son of um, Steve Sidwell, former Saints defensive coordinator and defensive line coach. Uh, spent a lot of time at Tulane. So, again, uh, that thing is heating up. i got to figure they're going to be announcing that very, very soon. We'll see how that goes. But look what we've been talking about all along. You want Willie Fritz to stay? You want Willie Fritz to be here again until he retires and, and has the statue in front of Yeoman? Uh, you want that to happen? You better make sure that he that the AD that he wants gets the job. And it certainly appears that it's not, again that Ed Daniels, who told, talked about this on this program about three weeks ago, uh, that Courtney Gosha is uh, uh, is his choice. Uh, when he says that's the dude, <laughs> that's his choice. Uh, the the ball is in is in President Fritz court now, uh, and, and of course those that are that are going to be making this decision, but. Um, you know, this could be the pre. This could be the precursor of again whether he stays or not. If he gets his AD, you better believe again he's going to feel pretty comfortable about staying. Again, we uh, again they're they're moving forward on the um, on the new uh, uh, athletic department's um, uh, headquarters, as well as again the um, also um, uh, the practice facility, uh, which is huge again for um, uh, for the um, for the program. But uh, it would take a huge step back if, if Willie Fritz ultimately again heads to one of the has a power to a five power five conference. And I'll say it again, look, I don't I don't have any any inside information on this. Okay, it's just again years of, of doing this and, and seeing this. And if you got you're going to work for your guy, okay, you're probably going to stay. And then and then again, there's a possibility, just a possibility, maybe Michael Pratt stays for another year if Willie Fritz stays. Again, I've said it before, next year's draft. Uh, for, for quarterbacks, he will be again among the top players. Not not a mid-round pick, a top one of the top players. If he stays and has another successful season, so we'll see how that plays out. By the way, Jaden Daniels, uh, the accolades just keep keep piling up for him. Uh, Walter Camp National Pl- Offensive Player of the Week, Maxwell National uh, Award uh, Player of the Week, uh, Davey O'Brien National Quarterback of the Week, SEC Offensive Player of the Week, and of course soon should should be again the next Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, the Pels are at home tonight, uh, taking on the uh, Dallas Mavericks. 
Uh, they're four and six after getting blown out Sunday by the Mavericks. They're going to be without Larry Nance Jr. He is uh, out with a fractured right rib injury. He'll be reevaluated in two weeks. So tonight's game will be again a uh, a home game, but it's also the in-season tournament. It's the debut of the in-season tournament floor uh, with the purple and the neon. Also the uniforms for the Pelicans, the in-season tournament uniforms for the Pelicans. So, again, that, that is a plus for folks that want to see that. Um, the, the the game, we'll get into that in a moment. Hawkins uh, has been a really early positive for this team. Um, again, so far, thus far this season, in the first 10 games, he has hit 27 three-point shots. That is, again, tied for the most in NBA history, for, again, a, 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 a player coming into the league and hitting, again, 27 threes in their first 10 games as a pro. Uh, meanwhile, again, um, all this all this offseason hype about, again, how we were going to see changes this year, injuries were going to lessen. Uh, they were doing things in the offseason to make sure they weren't going to be injured. Guys were working on expanding their games, like Zion, right? Okay. Uh, the stats are not showing that out. So far, all that's been rhetoric, okay? Which goes to show you, you cannot believe what's coming out of organizations, okay? Because David Griffin and the Pels are, are going to paint a rosy picture, just as, the, as again, Dennis Allen and the Saints are going to paint a rosy picture to the media, okay, in the offseason. Because, again, hope springs eternal. But if you're not getting the damn work done in the offseason, it's not going to show up in the – it's going to show up in the, in, in the regular season. And it's usually, again, negative connotations to that. Now, Zion was supposed to be expanding his game, right? Okay. He hasn't developed a mid-range shot. We've been looking at it for years. The stats are showing in that he's not even getting to the rim like he was in the past uh, in terms of scoring um, in previous seasons. So now, again, he comes out on Sunday after the loss to the Mavericks and says that he wants to sit. He kind of wants to sit back and figure out how he fits in the offense. You got Brandon Ingram who still hasn't gotten over his benching in the world games. Okay. His scoring is off. And as I mentioned last week, and we've been seeing it all over social media. Again, uh, the two players that Willie Green called the best freaking duo in the NBA can't seem to figure out how to coexist on the floor together. This is an issue, okay? As stated on this show, uh, what, last week, stats show. Uh, this was according to the Pelicans, okay? Uh, again, the Pelicans broadcast. Stats show that, again, the best quarter for this team is the second quarter when Zion and Brandon Ingram are not on the court together, when they are splitting time. So, how about both of these guys making over $30 million a year, pass the damn basketball, and quit playing iso ball and suck it up? Because, again, this team is in injury purgatory right now. CJ's hurt. Nance is now hurt again. Okay? Murphy's hurt. Alvarado's hurt. Maybe Murphy and Alvarado will be back by Thanksgiving. Maybe Nance will be back by Thanksgiving. Maybe CJ will be back by Thanksgiving. That's all maybes. Uh, Herb and Najee are questionable tonight. Uh, Herb, obviously, again, still dealing with the knee, and then now there's a, there's a knee contusion for Najee after one game. So <laughs> the Pels need an exceptional game or games from their two superstars, not half-assing it. Okay, because the, 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 the Mavs are going to run them out the Smoothie King Center tonight if they continue to try to find their games. I mean, this is frustrating. I mean, my gosh, can, can those two just grow up? And just be leaders, be the dominant players that they should be by now. Okay? Not taking days off, not giving 100% for a full game. I mean, not, not seeing what their team needs and having the heart and the basketball IQ to make an impact like other superstars do. I mean, in the history of the game, in the history of the game, 
when, again, your top players, your superstars, they're seeing what is needed for them on the court, what they have to do to be able to, again, lift their team up, and they do it. These two don't. These two don't. And it's discouraging. Look, I know it's only November, okay? But let me say this right now. We have been, again, witnesses to this over the last few years. It doesn't matter what month you're in, okay? If you go on a losing streak in the West, and the Pels are at five in a row right now, with Dallas tonight, Denver on Friday night, Minnesota on Saturday night, they've been blown out by all three of those teams. And then they got to play the Kings on Monday, and then the, and then the, and the Kings again on next Wednesday. It's a murderer's row, okay? It will cost you at season's end. It could be the difference between the playoffs, the play-in game, or out of the playoffs. Let me say this again. These injured Pelicans need the best of Zion and B.I., especially with these injuries and the stretch against the best in the West. So buck up. You're getting played to play a, a, a kid's game that, again, people would kill to have the opportunity to play that. And you're getting millions to do it. Quit pouting like a bunch of babies to get out there and play basketball. Whew. Frustrating, man. I mean, trade a lot of them, honestly, at this point. I mean, what are you waiting on at this point? We've seen the same situation over and over and over again over the last few years. They tease us with a couple of games or, you know, maybe a 10-game stretch of, again, them playing together and they look fantastic and then all of a sudden the injuries set in or, again, they want to take days off or they're not giving 100%. Frustrating. As far as the Saints go, it only took till November the 14th for the Saints finally to be able to sign defensive help. Jason Pierre-Paul is now a Saint. They've signed him to the practice squad. Now, look, I said this in training camp. They needed a veteran pass rusher, okay? When they had enormous amount of cap space, more cap space than we've ever seen in years, they stood pat. They stood pat. When there were premier pass rushers that were on the, on, on the free agency list, they could have gone after. They didn't do it. Guys they were familiar with, they didn't do it. So, again, now the pass rush has been like their season, right? Roller coaster all season long. Some games, again, they're putting pressure on the passer and getting to them. Sometimes they're not. They still can't figure out how to handle a mobile quarterback, which is just mind-blowing. In, in a league full of mobile quarterbacks. <laughs> I mean, that's the fr- in a league full of mobile quarterbacks, you can't figure out how to contain a mobile quarterback. Now, I, I don't know if Pierre Paul's the answer, okay? Uh but uh, they better protect him at least. I mean, not like they did last year with Latavius Murray where they allowed him to get out the door to Denver, right? Where they did this year with, again, Jalen Smith going, going, to the, going to the Raiders. Two players that, again, they, they, they could have utilized. And, th- and those two players going on, not again, not Jalen Smith yet, but Latavius Murray was a, was a beast for them last year. <laughs> I hated seeing the Denver games because I'm watching him just run and run and run. I'm going, Saints could use that guy right now. So, again, those players were, t- were poached off the, the, the Saints practice squad, veterans off the practice squad. They better do something to protect um, pay, uh, Pierre Paul if they're going to keep him around. Bad news from Marshawn Lattimore. He has a high ankle sprain. Could be out significant time based on his injury history because we know a lot like B.I., okay, Lattimore doesn't play unless he's 100%. He ain't coming back unless he's 100%. He got the I- injury last year. We didn't see him again. No word on the severity of Michael Thomas's knee injury. We know that from yesterday that, again, uh, Derek Carr has a concussion and, and, and the, uh, the right shoulder injury. He is supposed to be okay and ready to go when they come off the bye week um, uh, after, uh, uh, against Atlanta, not this week, but the following week. 
Uh, oh, by the way, the Bills fired offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey today. Hmm. They replaced him with Joe Brady. Now imagine that. A head coach or a general manager making an in-season jet co- the coordinator position. Now, y'all know how I feel about Carmichael. Should have been stripped of his play-calling duties last season, right? Should have been fired at the end of the season. Allen said, no, we're sticking with him. We're going with continuity. By the way, I've also been on the record as saying Allen should, should also uh, not be calling the defense on game day, okay? Uh, but when you have no fear of being fired, you can stick with something that's not working. You know, keep on waiting on a different result. Let me say this right now. Not using Taysom in the running game against the Vikings on Sunday is a fireable offense, okay? You got, you know, I mean, Carmichael's schizophrenic, uh, schizophrenic offense uh, is, is beyond me. The, the play calling is, has been long past his expiration date. I got to be honest with you, okay? This dude should have been relieved of his duties a long time ago. So he comes out one week, and you see a little bit of, again, a, a little light down the tunnel, and then you're right back again uh, in no man's land. So it's been all season long. So it was all last year. You expected a different result? Meanwhile, the Bills, okay, middle of the season say, Ken Dorsey, take a seat. See you later. Joe Brady, you're the new OC. How hard is that to do? How hard is that to do? Um, <laughs> crazy, man. Just, just, I mean, just, uh, it is just such a mess on Hairline Drive right now. It just is, you know. I mean, you got, you got Allen trying to figure out again how his once-top defense can't play four full quarters, how, how to start him off fast. I mean, that's his job as a head coach, right? I mean, he needs as much time on task on how to be a winning head coach and motivate his team rather than be splitting duties as a play caller on game day. And I've been saying that since, again, since he took the job. It takes a special individual to be able to be a play caller on, 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 on again, what, whatever your discipline is that, that, again, that you excel at for Peyton was the offense, right? We've seen other, other, other coaches do that on the defensive side as well. Allen ain't one of them. Allen ain't one of them. He's having a hard enough time being able to, again, motivate his team to get out there on Sunday and play full four quarters, much less his defense. And i got to tell you this right now. I heard an interview with Malcolm Roach at the Sunday's loss to the Vikings, okay, where he said, Man, we work hard, man. We're at practice. We're working hard, working hard in the classroom. I mean, we're in the weight room. Man, what? What? So do they have the 31 teams, okay? But they find a way to execute on game day. So it comes down to personal motivation, but it also comes down to coaching, right? You know, the fear for your job. It's the one thing they don't have on airline drive right now. Nobody fears for their jobs. Nobody. Nobody fears for their jobs. They li- they're in a bottom-line business. You must win to be successful. And no one is fearful of their jobs out there. Not the general manager. Not, again, the, the president of the organization. Not anyone in the scouting department or in the player personnel department. The coaches are not fearful for their jobs, and neither do the players. So where's the motivation to win? It, it used to be. The fear, the, the motivation under Peyton was fear of losing my job. That no longer is the case on Airline Drive. What a mess. I mean, the, the Saints and Pelicans have too much talent and highly paid rosters to be average or below average. Very frustrating. John Emery has an ACL injury. Look, I'm very sad for him, okay? He just never lived up to the hype coming out of high school. 
And I was thinking about this when this happened during the game. His last play as a Tiger was kind of a microcosm of his career at LSU. Uh, a spectacular cut in the hole that maybe only a few people on planet Earth can make, right? Followed by another cut that blew out his knee. I mean, I, I'm praying for the kid. I really am. I'm praying that he get a healthy recovery and he can be like a lot of LSU players that we've seen in the past that, again, went on to have success, success on the pro level that they never had uh, at LSU. And, I mean, that is... Uh, I mean, that is just so frustrating for the kid, so frustrating. He never really could get on the field, academic issues, discipline issues. Um, you know, I mean, I, I really thought that Jackson was going to really get out and, and really take over on Saturday night. Matter of fact, I handed in my notes as I was charting the game. Uh, you know, when, when, uh, when Emory went out and, and Williams was ineffective running the football, I thought they would go to Jackson. Then he fumbled the kickoff. And once he fumbled the kickoff, you know how it is with Brian Kelly. He ain't giving you a second chance. Okay, at that point, again, there were no kickoff returns. They were going to the end zone. Uh, they were touchbacks. And he had touched the ball again. He is a dynamic back. Now, Noah Kane came in and Williams came in. And, of course, they held on to the football, et cetera, which is, you know, job one. Um, but, again, for Emory, his career is over at LSU. And, Man, if Jackson, again, gets an opportunity, a real opportunity, he'll be splitting time with Diggs, who hopefully will be back. Uh, if not for Georgia State, then, then at least for um, at least for, for A&M uh, at the end of the season. Look, I need another big, big game out of, out of Jaden Daniels this week. I need another big game next week out of Jaden Daniels. Uh, again, you're in a situation where, again, the other, uh, other players that are in the mix here, they're going to be ha- playing in championship games. They're going to have a chance to go to a college football playoff. Jaden Daniels is not going to be able to do that. Matter of fact, I think the voting is, again, on, on the day of the championship games, if I'm not mistaken. So he won't be anywhere to be seen. So he really has to make an impact over the next couple of weeks uh, in terms of, again, like he did last week with a record-breaking performance against Florida. And, look, finally, as, as we um, – as we uh, uh, wind down this segment and get ready to go to Sean Mazzana, Fox 8 Sports, really bad news uh, for the economy of New Orleans East, the, for the for this city as well. Fullberg Brewing Company will cease operations in New Orleans East. Uh, they were in a partnership with Made by Water. They're brewers out of Alabama. They announced today that their partnership with Mrs. The, you know they they're in a partnership with Mrs. Benson. They announced today that again they're going to be shuttering the facility. Okay, no no word on what happens to the facility in the east, but again, Made My Water will no longer be making Fullberg uh, uh, Brewing, a uh, Fullberg uh, beer there. Now, I mean, what 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 a controversial situation this has been since since the, the Bensons bought the brewery. Um, the name change from Dixie to Fullberg angered a lot of longtime drug, drug drinkers of the beer. Uh, you, they went out and made this incredible facility out of New Orleans East with the, lawn, the great lawn where you could go out and listen to music. They had a lot of events out there. You know, there was supposed to be a kind of a go-to place, right, for, for those that, 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 that enjoy, um, uh, enjoy drinking beer. Um, but, again, the shooting gallery on I-10 in New Orleans East probably kept a lot of customers from going out there and enjoying those amenities, okay? I mean, you're not going to take the ride out to New Orleans East to go to Fullberg if you've got to worry about getting shot on the interstate. So... Um, it's, it's just a tough situation, okay, because a lot of people are going to lose their jobs there. Uh, and that's really frustrating. And, um, you know, it is what it is. I mean, like, like, like her football and basketball teams, um, her product has suffered and, and customers walked. 
I mean, that's just the way it goes. It is what it is. So bad news. Historic, again, an historic brand, Dixie, which has been gone, goes to Fulberg, and Fulberg is now gone as well. They will no longer be brewing beer uh, uh, for made for water or Fulberg Brewing Company out in New Orleans East. Very, very frustrating. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher. Let me recap what we have on the program for you today. Sean Vazena, Fox 8 Sports, joins us at 435. We talk Tulane with Matty Hudak, uh, Tulane Soderheim reporter at 515. We talk LSU with Mike Scarborough of TigerBeat.com. LSU has lost two cornerbacks, nationally ranked cornerbacks, within the last two weeks. Uh, the, the corners they have that are coming in as freshmen next year are all Louisiana natives, two from New Orleans, one from North Louisiana. Uh, uh, things are, are, are not looking good on, on, the, on, on the recruiting front right now, which I told you was going to happen, right? Negative recruiting when you're not winning, when you're not having a chance to win a championship, when you're struggling. LSU has struggled this year. This is why, again, these last two games are so important in the bowl game. You've got to get a 10-win ten ten season this year. You've got to get a 10-win season this year and, and get that momentum shift, okay, so that maybe you can, again, uh, re-recruit these players. They need desperate help on that defensive side of the ball, especially in the secondary. So this is not good news. We'll talk to Mike Scarborough about that at 535. Don't forget about my friends at New Orleans Tuxedo. If you're planning to go to a formal event, there's no place else you should go in the city uh, rather than New Orleans Tuxedo. They, they will, will take care of you like family. And then that's just not a line here, okay? Family-owned and operated, again, since 1963. A generation of fathers and sons have been dressed to impressed uh, for the last o- over 60 years, right? And, and look, the same exact styles, the same exact colors that you're looking for uh, in, 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 in formal wear when it comes to a tuxedo. Uh, and you won't find a lower price in the metropolitan area than you'll get it at New Orleans Tuxedo. A complete classic tux and invest in tie combinations, $99. Bucks. $99. You're going to pay $60 to $100 more at the national brands lo- that are here, the local shops that are here, or if you're going to go online. Man, look, save that. Look, you don't want that money? Give it to me. I'll take it. Okay? I can always use donations. Okay? Uh, but I don't know why you'd waste that money. I mean, you don't use it on dinner that night. I don't know what to tell you. Okay? Uh Full dress tails are 129 bucks. You're not going to get a lower price in town than you're going to get over at New Orleans Tuxedos. All the latest styles and color combinations. And if you're planning a wedding, Ray Boudreaux and his staff will work with, again, your wedding planner or you to make sure that that wedding is exactly what you're looking for in terms of, again, the style of tuxedo you're looking for and the colors that you're looking for as well. They are your wedding experts. New Orleans Tuxedos, uh, again, last-minute rentals, no problem. Alterations done on site. Uh, get the best price in town and keep your money local. That's uh, 4959 West Napoleon, 486 5309. That's 486-5309. New Orleans Tuxedos. Get the right color, the right fit, and the right price for your next formal event in New Orleans Tuxedos. $99. Complete classic tux and any, any vest tie combination. You can't beat it anywhere. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Injury Lawyer Studios, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. Call 444-4444. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride with the parts you need for the prices you want. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Starting to see a little more volume now as people are heading 
home, eastbound I-10, fly over to the high rise, taking about nine minutes, maybe a three-minute delay. A little bit heavier traffic between Allenmaster and Downman right now. Uh, also seeing northbound Causeway Bridge, 22 minutes and no delays there. Uh, westbound Crescent City Connection from the I-10 uh, split to Terry Parkway, maybe a one-minute delay. I'm Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. They were ordinary people. Like you and me, whose stories inspire us to find strength within. The National World War II Museum. Find the extraordinary inside. 
Don't forget about my friends over at DayBN Insurance. Big business, small business, you're looking for insurance. Let DayBN Insurance Company, again, find the right insurance for you. DayBN is an independent insurance agency that gets you a, pro, a quote on property, liability, workman's comp, using the power of reaching over 50 insurance companies to get you the right coverage for the right price. You're a homeowner and you're looking for insurance? Call my friends over at DayBN Insurance. Again, again, searching over 50 insurance companies to try to find you the best price for your homeowner's insurance. At DayBN Insurance, they work for you. They take the hassle out of insurance shopping all you gotta do is call click or come in today uh 504-556-0809 or d-a-v-e-m-i-l-o-e-t-i-n-s-a-v-c.com that's dave at insurance that's 504-556-0809 want to save call dave that's dave maybe at insurance at 504-556-0809 all right joining us in the program now our good friend sean with santa fox eight sports sean how you doing brother doing all right e how are you Oh, you know, we've had better days down here in New Orleans, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, it is what it is, but, uh, you know, getting close to the holiday season, so that's always Yes, good. it is. Yes, it is. Looking forward to it. It is the family time. Well, let's get started. Before we, get, uh, before we do, please tell everybody about the great program in Fox 8. Your award-winning blog, what I can guarantee will be an award-winning podcast. Yeah, well, we just did a podcast last night, Basilios and myself, Basilios Nicola, my producer and myself, uh, the Fox 8 Overtime Podcast. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, tonight, we'll have the uh, Fox 8 Overtime Show at 1035. Tomorrow, uh, Game Plan at 1035. Thursday, the Final Bet at 1035. Friday, Fox 8 Football Friday. Uh, no Sunday game day routine uh, this week, but we'll have the final play at 1035. And then every Monday, the Black and Gold Review at 1035 as well on my blog. After further review on fox8live.com. Eric. Now, Sean, what does what what Sean Vazan do on, on an off week where you have a Sunday off? Is it all family time? Uh, I'm going to spend some time with the family. Uh, I'm going to take a couple days off. Uh, I'm going to have kind of a long weekend and uh, may take a trip down to the coast. Who knows? We'll try to figure something oh, out with the wife. So maybe try to, do, try, to, try to do something like that. Or just hang out with the kids. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll probably freestyle it as we get closer and closer to the weekend. There you go. Well, again, it's all you know. It's always good to get a little time off uh, for, for the media as well as the team, <laughs> especially because, again, yes. you're kind of dealing with the same stuff the team is. Uh, people don't realize that, but when you're there every day, you're kind of dealing with the same thing the teams are as well. All right, let's talk about it. Losers to the Vikings on Sunday. What did you see? Uh, a lot. Um, I mean, defensively, it was just a, 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 an abysmal performance, and it really was that, that – that ten minute stretch in the second quarter really just cost them the game. Uh they once again uh struggled with uh a quarterback that apparently is, is all of a sudden great, Eric and Josh Dobbs. The guy's been a lifetime backup and all of a sudden right. he's great over the last couple of weeks in the NFL. The Saints made him look like a star. They had no answer for T J Hawkinson and uh they just didn't have uh any answer. And despite some adjustments that kind of kept them somewhat contained in the second half, I mean it, the Saints deserved every bit of that loss. In Minnesota, offensively, uh, didn't quite understand the plan. Uh, didn't quite understand the uh, you know the, the lack of usage of Taysom Hill. But like they were rattled with the circumstance in terms of the the crowd noise that was there. They weren't quite comfortable. Never really looked comfortable. Um, and they just uh, it was just a, a bad game all the way around in a bad place for the Saints. A place they never do well. A, a franchise they never do well against. Uh, I mean, just another installment of some bad memories uh, for the Saints in Minnesota and uh, now they're five and five because of it and it's a shame because you know they had a really had a chance there to kind of yep. separate not just in the NFC South but out of that middle of the pack rut in the NFL I mean they they had a chance to get the six and four and become a solidly good team 
and now they remain in that mediocre average category, and they deserve to be because of that performance. You know, Sean, I'm just a talk show host, okay? I, I, you know, I observe and give my opinion, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, coming into the game last week, I, I, I thought to a couple things. I talked about this yesterday. Had it written down on my notes, okay? The Saints don't defend the mobile quarterback very well. What are they going to do to be able to, again, contain Dodd? Mm-hmm. and that the offensive line had been better over the last few weeks. But, again, we know that against the Vikings blitz, right, they're, bl- they're coming off the bus blitzing, you're right, and that we know that that, that, uh, that that stadium, much like the Superdome, can get loud. So, again, you, mm-hmm. that we're going to test the communication issues, uh, communication for the Saints, and, 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 the bl- and the blitz pickup. Also, the car was going to have to be, you know, not panic, identify the blitz, take advantage of the aggressiveness. We didn't see any of that on Sunday. I think you're right. I mean, I think you're you're exactly right. And you know what happens defensively with the with the mobile quarterback, and they had a plan for him. They just didn't execute that plan very well. I mean, they kept the spy on him. It just for whatever reason, and when they had him in their grasp, he just couldn't make the play, which is it, it, it's it's mind blowing to me, Eric. How, how that that seems to be the case weekend uh, and week out again. Josh Dobbs, not Michael Vick, not Lamar Jackson, Josh Dobbs. So. That's a problem, and basically the defensive regression over the last five or six weeks is probably a bigger bigger part of the Saints' story right now that that needs to get figured out. And then you saw it, you know, that they run a lot of, they call it double-A mug pressure, a lot of exotic looks, a lot of show one guy, drop out that guy, blitz from the other area, rotate guys on the back end, and you got to be sound and disciplined, you got to communicate, and it's hard to communicate in a loud stadium. I didn't think, I didn't think, I thought the offensive line, Last couple of weeks had played well, but I thought they, they took a step back a little bit uh, against Minnesota. And we are, I've already so, said this multiple times, Eric. When Carr doesn't trust his protection, he either becomes really indecisive or he becomes yep. really quick to his check down. He did both uh, on Sunday mm-hmm. before he got hurt. So that's why offensively they never got into any rhythm. And it just it made for a, a poor performance all the way around. Again, in a city and in a place that they just, they never, ever, ever seem to do well. That franchise has always had the Saints number, and another add another chapter to that, to that book because uh, the Saints deserve that loss once again. I mean, Sean, we, well, Sean, we've seen good football. We've seen bad football around here. Mm-hmm. But the one thing, again, that you knew, at least with this Saints team and under, under Peyton, and that, look, that, that's, that's long gone, right? But they were ready. It didn't seem like, the, again, we, we, if I'm identifying it as a talk show host, you know they know it out there. They've broken it down. How are they not ready for that? That's a thousand percent a great question. It's a thousand percent. It was one of those where it was like, and it goes back to a deeper issue, and we talked about mm-hmm. it on the podcast. Every right. time this team gets a little taste of success, they lose focus. <laughs> I don't know if it's, they get a, a, a false sense of confidence or a, or a sense that it's easy or they get a sense of relaxation because they jumped up to five and four and they were on top of the NFC South, and miraculously they're still on top of the NFC South, but they just cannot deal with success and i thought from a coaching standpoint the preparation was not well the, the plan on either side of the ball was not well Agreed. neither side of the ball did well until they kind of ripped everything up and just kind of started over from scratch and like midway through the third quarter mm-hmm. um that's inexcusable eric i mean that's inexcusable and that that right. to me felt like a top-down loss uh by the saints in an opportunity where you had i mean you had such a golden chance against another backup quarterback yep um to really right. separate Listen, they're, they're top receivers too well, Hawkinson the receiver, went nuts. The best, the best receiver in the NFL in Justin Jefferson. Yes. They didn't have They didn't have to deal with him. And and that guy crushed Marshawn Lattimore last year, and he didn't have to deal yes, with him. Yes, he did. So, um, as they say, it is what it is. You are what yes, the record says you are. They are 5-5. Mm-hmm. and five. They are the epitome of average. Now, look, 
Some people are calling for Jameis Winston to be the starter. I'm just going to say it again. They put $150 million in the car. If they thought Jameis Winston was the guy, they would have paid him. They only kept him around because, again, the cap implications, and he really wanted to stay at a cheap price. Now, we'll say this. You know, again, he is, you know, he's good Jameis, bad Jameis, uh, you know, on, on, in, in that game. But uh, uh, you know what? He was fearless. He wasn't worried about the pass rush. Something that Carr, again, you know, he gets a little happy feet. I, I didn't see that out of Jameis on Sunday. Yeah, well, Jameis is in a little different situation. He kind of had to kind of cut it loose, nothing to lose type mentality. And I think that certainly suits him in certain situations. But I also think that gets him in a lot of trouble. And it was on full display. My guy had a dime of a touchdown pass to Olave. Um a tip pick that was overturned, one of the most ridiculous touchdown throws I've ever seen <laughs> to A.T. Perry. You are at no level of football you're supposed to make that throw. No way. Then, then two more interceptions where he overshot the receiver by 10 yards. That's all in a quarter or a half of football, Eric. That's Jameis Winston in a, uh, mm. in, in a nutshell. Yep, and, uh, and honestly, I, I, left that feeling like, I left that feeling like, look, Jameis is exciting, but I think, and he's entertaining, but I, I think you see why. They view him as the backup, and they view Derek Carr as a starter. To say that, though, is not saying is a glowing endorsement of Derek Carr. It's just that's what they feel like. And honestly, if they wanted Jameis to be the starter, they could have had it, like you said, over the last few years. I think this was settled well before Derek Carr even got here. This was last year when Andy Dalton was there and Jameis was was healthy enough to come back, and they stuck with Andy Dalton. So um, that's, that's, that's a discussion and a narrative that's playing out with media and the fan base social media, that kind of thing, but I can promise you it, it's not happening inside the Saints organization. They're sticking with Derek Carr. 100% so. agree. All right, let's talk some Pels. Okay, I, I know we, we have to talk Pels. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Zion has taken a back seat, even though, again, he's again when the stats show that, again, he's not scoring at the rate he was, nor, again, is he getting, getting to the basket like he was. Uh, Brandon Ingram's still pouting about what happened in the world games. C.J. McCollum's out. Nance is now out for a few weeks. Murphy's still out. Alvarado's out. Herb and Najee might be out tonight, again, still with injuries. Najee came back one game. He's, he's got a knee contusion. Herb's still got the problem with the knee. And, and you got the two superstars who can't figure out how to, how to coexist on the court. Help me, Sean. Help me. Yeah. Well, and I got the one out, one, else, one, one more thing. Uh, Willie Green is out tonight. He's uh, sick. He's not going to coach tonight. Uh, I did tonight not see that. As well. <laughs> So he's out as well. I, I can't help you with this organization, oh Eric. Gosh. This organization. You talk about stuck in mediocrity, stuck in right. neutral, stuck in just the ever, just that endless cycle of maybe or perhaps or if. I mean, that's the Pelicans right now. And look, you've had Zion available for most of the season. So mm-hmm. um, clearly there's some frustration there, and obviously it's showing it up on the court at four and six. I got nothing for you. Uh, tonight, we'll see what happens against Dallas, but. Um, at, I would have thought Dude, they would have started it's five a little in bit a row right now. Than, I, I, I would have thought a little bit faster than four and six to start the yeah, season yeah, off. Yeah. It's, five, it's five in a row right now with, again, mm-hmm. Dallas, Denver, uh, Minnesota, and then two games against Sacramento on tap. They, they, could, they could really be, again, losing ten in a row by the end of this homestand. Yeah, good luck with that. I mean, that, that's just that's, – uh, that's the Pelicans for you. And yep. it, it's sad because there was, there was so much excitement around this Too franchise. Much. It felt like right. – um, you know, this offseason or whatever, but now it's just uh, stumbling out the gate. Hopefully they can they can kind of figure it out and, and yep. get back on track, but it certainly doesn't feel like the, the pieces are, are, are grooving together here the way they envision. No, I agree. All right, let's talk about something positive. Is Jaden Daniel the best player in America, and does he deserve the Heisman? 
I mean, if I had a vote, he would be. If I had a vote, he would. If you took him off LSU's team right now, I mean, that's a six and six team at best. Um, I, I mean, he had a phenomenal game. I mean, that was that game was incredible. That was unbelievable. Um, what he was able to do against Florida, and you know, they needed that. It wasn't like he was, you know, they were up forty-eight to three, and he just kept, you know, dominating. I mean, they needed those big plays from him, and he delivered time and time again. Uh, the LSU Heisman campaign for Jaden is out in full effect. I know they've been really working it. And, that's what they're supposed to do. Um, and, look, I, thank goodness he's had the season he's had because I think his, his uh, you know, outstanding historic season has kind of masked what, in my opinion, is a little bit of an underachieving LSU team. Um, mm-hmm. as when you took the, look at the big picture, when you talk about their record, where they were last year, where they're at this year. Um, so uh, I, I think if it were up to me, he would win the highest and he would get my vote. At the very least, though, Eric, um, he's got to get invited to New York. I mean, I think that's yeah, a given. Well, I think it's a given. Um, I'm interested to see, again, what's going to happen with, again, uh, a couple of players on the West Coast that are going to be getting votes. Will they split those votes? That was mentioned, I think, by your dad in a, in a, in a, in a text chain that we had. Uh, also, again, uh, again, not playing on championship day, okay, on championship mm-hmm. Saturday, how much that will affect him as well. Yeah, well, good luck whoever wins if it's not Jaden when they, when they do the inevitable stat comparison uh, because I can promise you uh, Jaden's going to – uh, blow whoever was out the water when it comes to uh, the, the stats because it's, I mean, I, Eric, I, I mean, I had a, you know, when you watch a guy, you do your best to to, to kind of have a vision of what that that kid could be feeling wise. I mean, he has completely surpassed any realistic expectation. I didn't think he'd be this good. I mean, he's been phenomenal. Me neither. Me neither. I mean, the, the growth from last year to this year has been phenomenal. It really has, and I think I think he's gonna. He's going to flirt with becoming a first round pick this year. I, I, I think, think so. he's going to he's going to he's going to catapult himself into the conversation for first round pick. If not, maybe even as high as the third quarterback selected because I think he's going to mm-hmm. time incredibly well at the combine and those things. Yep, me too. I think he's going to kill it at the combine. I think that's going to just tear. And, and people, look, scouts going to see this film again. Him hitting in the next gear and, and just running away from people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's going to happen. Let's talk to Lane before we get out of here. 24-22 winners over Tulsa. They're 9-1. They're 6-0. They're 17th in AP and coaches poll. But, again, another game where, yeah. again, they allow a, a bad team to stay around. They have to mm-hmm. uh, basically run the clock out at the, end of the, at the end of the game to win the game. Your thoughts? Yeah, look, it's Tulane, so I'm not going to complain about uh, them winning ugly. We've seen some devastating uh, losses over the years, some horrific losses over the years, decades and heck, even close to centuries now with the, with that program. So you don't apologize, you don't complain, but at the same time, you know this team can be better than what they're showing right now. And it's another sort of ugly win, another sort of win that you know that you don't necessarily put on the highlight reel. But it is a W. And look, that's not that's been difficult to come by uh, for this program uh, in years past. So they they seem to have gotten over that hump to where now. Their expectation is winning, and when they win, not in the same fashion, you get a little, hmm, well, that's, that's not great. But nonetheless, they've kind of gotten themselves over the hump to where you know, they're a program now that expects to win. And if they got to win ugly, they win ugly. But still, let's be real, they should have won by much more than that last Saturday. Yeah. Now, they did have a little bit of an excuse with losing two of their the top offensive linemen, both their top receivers. They were a little bit injury-riddled on offense, but they're a better team. And they they, they really got to – they got to put it together these last two weeks. You can't go into Texas San Antonio or, or, or maybe the AAC championship game with, with, again, playing half games. That's been the issue. Yeah, absolutely. And, look, they got an experienced quarterback um, who has moments, but has also had you know some, mm-hmm. some struggles, obviously, this year as well. Um, so they will lean on that. But 
Um, I, I think you're right. I mean, they've, they've got to be playing their best football as you get closer and closer to the AAC championship. And um, hopefully they're able to do that, Eric, because, um, you know, if they are, they'll have another um, – I guess you are. They're already in the midst of a historic run. You talk about a two-year mm-hmm. run for Tulane football. Sure. So just got to finish twenty out strong. Yeah, yeah. just finish. All right, final question strong. for you, Pierre Paul. What do you think? Um, I think it goes to show you there's some urgency in the, in the building right now because I've, I've said it before, Eric. The, the defensive line regression, the defensive line struggles, um, has, has been a big part of the defensive slide, and they're just not getting anything up front when it comes to any sort of regular pressure. So it goes to show you the urgency of the situation, and they want pass rush help. Sure, it would be nice if the former first-round pick was available, but he's not in Peyton Turner because they certainly could use a, uh, a a young pass rusher right now, but he's mm-hmm. not available. So they go and get a guy like Jason Pierre-Paul, has some experience, has certainly done some things in the league. Uh, we'll see. I don't expect it to be a game-changer, but it is another piece that hopefully can help aid uh, a struggling pass rush right now. I thank you all the time for, for your, your time on our program, both TV and radio. Very much appreciate it. One more time, tell the folks about how they can follow you on social media, all the great programming over at Fox 8, and, of course, your award-winning blog, and, and also what will be an award-winning podcast. Tell us all about yeah, it. Yeah, at, at Sean Vazan, Fox 8 on Twitter or X. Uh, download our podcast wherever you get your podcast, the Fox 8 Overtime Podcast with myself and Basilios. Check out our YouTube channel. Subscribe to that. Every night at 10.30 on Fox 8, there's a specialty sports show with the exception of Saturday. Tonight will be Fox 8 Overtime at 10.35. My blog is the After Further Review blog on fox8live.com. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate the time. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your time off. We'll get together next week. Thanks, bud. There he goes, Sean Bazan of Fox 8 Sports. Don't forget about Burkhart Air Conditioning Heating. Generator sales and service. Do you have that generator for your home yet? Do you have that generator for your business yet? You want to go with the pros when, you, when you're making a purchase like this. Somebody, again, that's going to be there before and after the sale. Uh, a company that knows, again, the, the generous sales and service business like nobody else. It's Burkhart. At Burkhart, again, they pride themselves on, again, placing that generator in the right spot in your, on your property so, again, you don't have any problems with carbon dioxide poisoning. And also making sure, again, it's the, the, the job is done right. That's what Burkhart's about, doing the job right. Uh, they'll offer you a new install quality check. After one month, one of those um, members of their generator team will come out, show you how to operate the system. At Burkhardt, they offer you a financing for your generator. Uh, they, they do their best to do a single-day install. That's what their, their goal is, okay? Uh, but again, with that single-day install, they offer you emergency service, also maintenance service to maintain that generator. They have a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. And yes, Generac generators in stock right now, ready to be installed at your home or your business. Uh, planning, permits, inspections, everything is taken care of by my friends at Burkhardt, the whole process. Basically, again, you go in, sit down with Jason Burkhardt, decide what generator you'd like for your home. He will educate you on your options. You make the decision, decide whether you want to finance that or not, and then you just let Burkhardt do their thing. Uh, increase your property value. Again, have that peace of mind of knowing that when the power goes out in your neighborhood, your power stays on. Uh, if you have to evacuate for a tropical event, you don't have to worry about cleaning out the refrigerator and the freezer because your, your power will stay on. And yes, you could come back earlier if you choose to or stay if you'd like because you know your power will stay on. Best investment we've ever made in our home. It's a generac gener- generator from Burkhart. You can as well. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Don't move.
Hire a cash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10. Better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying your terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Diamonds Direct's last and largest sale of the year is this weekend. Get an incredible 20% off virtually everything. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets. Save an extra 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. This is the big one with an expanded selection and in-store designer appearances all weekend. Special financing, too. Lowest prices of the year starting Friday. Get details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Open this Sunday for this extraordinary once-a-year store-wide event. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. At Mattress Firm's Black Friday sale, better sleep and unmissable deals are a sure bet. Save up to $500 on Tempur-Pedic and score a $300 instant gift for pillows and more. Plus, get your new bed with fast and free delivery. Don't miss the Black Friday sale at Mattress Firm. Good afternoon, US 90B eastbound at Earhart Boulevard. Uh, there is some slowing, a little police activity, stop and go from the bridge and uh, seeing a 21-minute ride on the Crescent City Connection, Lafayette to the I-10 merge, 26 minutes in those HOV lanes right now. Uh, we are seeing northbound I-310, US 90 to I-10 taking over 30 minutes, right lane blocked at the Luling Bridge, six-minute ride eastbound I-10 Elysian Fields to the high rise. Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. 
All right, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. I have one of our guests. I'm not going to tell you who that is yet. I'm waiting on a second guest. I'll have that for you tomorrow again. But, again, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports each and every week on WLA-TV and also on Pelican Sports. You can also catch us on our social media platforms and on the WLA-TV YouTube page. Uh, again, uh, all the previous shows are there for you if you want to go back and check out some of the previous shows. So you can see the different shapes and sizes of Eric Asher. As again, over the last 10 years, all these different shapes, sizes, different beard, different uh, mustache etc. Uh, you might even want to do that. Maybe not. Maybe you'll, 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 you'll use your time uh, more wisely. Maybe more wisely than I'm going to use mine tonight as I watch the Pelicans and the, um, uh, and, the, um, and the Mavs. By the way, Willie Green, as you heard uh, Sean Mazan say earlier, he will miss the game. He's been sick the last two days. Believe me, I just got over it myself. It's a non-COVID illness, but uh, John, James Borrego will take over the head coaching duties tonight uh, for the New Orleans Pelicans. Matty Hudak is up next. We'll talk Tulane. That'll be followed by Mike Scarborough talking LSU. I'm Eric Asher. Don't move. Dave Miette Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miette Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietteInsAgency.com.
this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. of Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Astor. Thanks so much for being there. 106.1 FM on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, free download for the smartphone or tablet. Take our show with you anywhere, NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Hey, check us out on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on X, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. We're now on threads. And, of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, our home base on all podcasting platforms. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher and you'll find that. The award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week, Thursday, 1 o'clock, live broadcast on WLAE-TV. Also live streaming on the WLA TV YouTube channel. And then here come the rebroadcast. Set your DVR. You'll never miss the show. 6 p.m. on WLAE every Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. That's WLA TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, WLAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at EricAnsher.com. Always on our WLA, on the WLA TV YouTube channel. Uh, and, of course, uh, always at Eric Asher. And our social media platforms. All right, got a little confused there. Sorry about that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's let's jump into it. Uh, Maddie Hudak is just a couple minutes away. We'll talk Tulane with her. Uh, I mentioned as we open the broadcast today, uh, Ed Daniels and also Garland Gillen tweeting about the upcoming athletic director's job at Tulane, uh, and uh, Willie Fritz talking about. Uh, even though again he didn't he, again he, he was he was solicited to answer this question uh, by by Ed Daniels of uh, Channel 26 Sports about who he would like to see as uh, athletic director. Courtney Gosha is who he mentioned. Now, 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 Ed mentioned this name on our program like three weeks ago when he came on, that this was the person that he thought, again, should be the next athletic director. That's the one that Willie wanted. Uh, Garland Gillen tweeted out, again, the uh, the list of um, prospects to keep an eye on, Courtney Gosha. Um, also, um, uh, Dr. Monica LeBron, who is the deputy AD at, uh, at Tennessee. By the way, uh, Gosh is deputy AD at, at Tulane. Uh, Kelly, Ke- Kelly Zinn, executive director, athletic director, CFO at LSU. John Daniel, deputy athletic director, CFO at Cincinnati. And uh, Scott Sidwell, uh, I think an assistant athletic director at, at LSU, previously at Penn State, uh, son of um, Steve Sidwell, former Saints defensive coordinator under Moore. So, again, uh, that, that is going to be huge going forward. We'll talk to Maddie about injuries as well. They were very injured in this last game against Tulsa. We'll get into that. Uh, Willie Green's not going to be coaching the Pels tonight. It'll be James Borrego. He is ill, and believe me, I know how he feels. I was out Friday. I had a stomach virus. The, 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 uh, again, first of all, uh, urgent care was packed with people. It's just that time of year. And uh, it kept me down all the way until Monday. I mean, even yesterday, I wasn't 100%. Today's the first day I feel right since Thursday night. Uh, 
So hopefully that's not what he's dealing with because that, that was brutal. I got to tell you, that was absolutely brutal. But we thought, thanks, Sean Vazan, for being on the program. Uh, Mike Scarborough will join us at 535 this afternoon, uh, this evening, pardon me. And, of course, the, the Pels will take on the uh, Mavs tonight. It's the first game of the in-season tournament at home for the Pels. They will be wearing their, their again, uh, in-season tournament jerseys. And, of course, the new floor will be down tonight with the neon green and the purple. Uh, a lot of folks, again, they're giving away, again, a big keychain. Uh, it's actually a, it, it's a chain with, with again, the Pelicans uh, logo. with, with it's, it's neon. It's got the colors of the in-season tournament color scheme. Uh, that'll be, again, the giveaway tonight for the game. But uh, what a tough stretch. Uh, again, you've got, um, uh, you've got Dallas tonight, uh, Denver on, on, um, on Thursday night. Um, let me see. Make sure I got. It. I want to get this. Make sure I got this right, uh, because um, um, uh, it it is it is a, it is a, it is definitely a, a tough one for the for, for the Pels coming up. Um, and really the best in the West. So it's it's Dallas tonight, Denver Friday night, Minnesota Saturday, and then the Kings next Monday and Wednesday. Pels have lost five in a row. Uh, they got blown out by Dallas, Denver, Minnesota already this season. Um, and, of course, the injuries continue to pile up with, again, Nance out now, along with C.J. Murphy and Alvarado. Herb and Najee are questionable for tonight. Uh, again, I haven't seen any update on that yet. Um, so, and, of course, you've got a situation with Zion and, and, and Brandon who are, not, who are not playing well together right now. They're just not meshing. Uh, you know, just a bad stretch for the Pels right now. Saints signed uh, 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 Pierre Paul, uh, Jason Pierre Paul today uh, as a pass rush specialist. Uh, no word on the severity of, severity of Mike Thomas's knee injury, but we do know that Marshawn Lattimore has a high ankle sprain. Uh, could keep him out several weeks based on, uh, based on his injury history. Uh, the Bills fired Ken Dorsey today. Their offensive coordinator, Joe Brady, is their new, new OC. Imagine that, uh, making a staff change in the middle of the season. And uh, John Emery uh, has been announced now has an, as an ACL injury. His Tiger career is over. So a lot going on uh, within the local teams. And, look, man, i, I got to be honest with you. Before we go to Matty, uh, I hated to be so damn negative yesterday. It's just hard, man. i got to be honest with you, okay? I mean, again, this is not what was expected out of the New Orleans Saints this season. It was not what was expected out of the Pelicans this season. LSU was expected to have a better defense to go along with, again, a Heisman Trophy, a candidate of, of a quarterback who has carried this team. Uh, Tulane has had a great season, winning eight in a row, nine and one. Again, they're undefeated in, in, in the American Athletic Conference. But, again, what, what scares Wave fans right now is, again, not putting together complete games. Now, last week I said it. They had injury issues on the offensive side of the ball that really hurt them, okay? There was no doubt about it. But again, uh, this is this is a uh, uh, this week again, and, and then next week is, is Texas San Antonio, and Texas San Antonio and and SMU are vying for the, for first place uh, in the um, in the American Athletic Conference. So um, again, uh, they, they get, just got to get back on the track where they're playing full four quarters. That's all Tulane fans are looking for right now because lots on the line for this team. Uh, again, with uh, with again 21 win- wins over the last two seasons, the greatest uh, two seasons of uh, combined in in Tulane history. Okay, and uh, again, hoping to keep Willie Fritz here long term, and, and maybe hoping, begging, pleading, 
you know, that I mean, Michael Pratt will come back for another year and you continue this. So we'll see how it plays out. To break it down for us, one of the best we have in the city. She knows Tulane like the back of her hand. She also can covers the New Orleans Saints. She's a sideline reporter for the, for the Tulane Green Wave. Uh, have you checked out our podcast? Outstanding podcast. Uh, host of the Before the Whistle podcast. She writes for Saints Wire. Uh, she is Maddie Hudak, and she is with us here on the program weekly. Maddie, how are you? I'm doing great. Again, it's still in a lot better position to dissect wins that people might not love. Uh, and just when you went through all of the losses, it just goes to show you really how hard it is to win the game of football. It is. It, it, no, it is. I mean, again, and, and it doesn't matter how you look on paper. You have to be able to execute, and there's been some problems, again, in terms of execution uh, with the Saints and, of course, uh, someone at LSU on defense, Tulane at times. But Tulane is 17th in the AP poll, and the coaches poll expected to move up again in the, in the college football playoff poll. Uh, the question I have for you starting off the, the, the show today is injuries. Uh, Jackson was out, went out last week, uh, was out last week. Keys got hurt. Remitich also green. How are these guys looking for uh, the upcoming game this week? I think there's still guys that it's going to be a question whether or not they're ready to play. But you also think of someone like Chris Carter, uh, tight end, who's been really key in the blocking game as well as really coming on late as a receiving threat. He had to miss the game, unfortunately, for a funeral. And then, you know, you go into the game not having Jaquan Jackson at wide receiver. And then, you know, Keith Brown and, and Lawrence Keyes get hurt during the game. I, I don't know what their status is going to be this weekend. But I just think having all those dominoes fall in-game makes it really difficult, but for Tulane to have Bryce Bohannon be the leading receiver on a day that still included Alex Bauman and Chris Brazel out there, I just think goes to show how important getting this type of game experience is. And yeah, you're probably not going to see as much of an offensive production when you're dealing with that number of injuries. But that, again, injuries are going to affect every team. You could talk about injuries on LSU. You could talk about them on the Saints. You could talk about all the continuity and everything, all that you want, but at the end of the day, it, all that matters is having more points at the end of 60 minutes than the other team. And Tulane's figured out a way to do that. And it sticks out as well, too, that there's just so, been so much turning of the hand at offensive line. And it really hasn't been that much to the detriment of the team. I mean, you can't understate the guys like Josh Remitich and Rashad Green, but you have a guy like Shadre Hurst that can step in at left guard for Prince Pines move over to right guard in that game, take the place of Trey Tuggle, who is playing right guard, who's now at right tackle, and have everything still be okay, all things considered, still get over 100 yards in the air and on the ground. I mean, that's a team that's really just battle-tested to me, and winning hard to me is a lot more difficult than winning easy, and it'd be easier said than done to kind of blow away a lot of these victories, but can the team hang in in critical moments, like allowing a touchdown, can they make the critical stops for a two-point conversion? To me, that's what builds true mental toughness, and I think it got a little close for this team. That might be what they kind of need going into this week, but I just can't ignore health in the context of everything in terms of what was kind of going on on offense. You know, that, to, to me, that was the that that was the reason why the offense sputtered a bit. I mean, when you when you lose your top two receivers, when you use, lose Brown, as you mentioned in the game, you're already down your your uh, you know, two of your top linemen. There's going to be some hesitancy. That you're not going to be on all hitting on all cylinders, and that was one of the reasons why. I mean, like we could talk about the other games where, where again maybe Tulane allowed these teams to play to get back in the in, in the game, but this was one where you could really kind of point to injury. Right, exactly. I mean, you just look back on, uh, they're running a ton of 11 personnel. They don't really do that that often. They like to run 12 personnel in the running game, have those two tight ends be out there as receiving or as blocking options. You often saw them have, you know, all of them line up, including Alex Bauman as receivers. 
just because it was really difficult to get guys involved that really haven't had, you know, meaningful game snaps such up to this point when Chris Braswell kind of immediately gets that wide receiver one treatment and kind of gets doubled down the rest of the game. So you definitely lost a lot of those tricks in your playbook. You lost out on a lot of the motion plays that those guys all run, including the jet sweep plays kind of allowing them to get the run game off as well. I thought that they really had to show their cards in this game, even going so much as to bring in an extra offensive lineman in Caleb Thomas on that first red zone drive, but it, it got them a touchdown and they ran it three or four plays in a row. And it's kind of one of those things where you're just showing the other team, your cards and daring them to stop it. And to win at the line of scrimmage like that in those types of situations. And again, to still be able to hold Pat when it counts at the end of the game, Chris Brazel always comes in really key on third down conversions. And you just always know that the Hughes is going to be able to hold it down at the end of the game and to have a running back that you can rely on like that alongside a quarterback like Michael Pratt, again, for everything that's going wrong, you got a lot out of that, including what I thought was Shedra Lewis's best game all season. So you're just seeing every game to me, at least, a running back make a nice surprise for Tulane. And that just can't be discounted through 11 weeks so far. Let's talk about Shedra Lewis. Where were you for the 100-yard kickoff return? That dude looked like he was running track. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was about where he caught the ball. And, and I, I immediately kind of thought to start running down there, and I just sort of gave up and figured my best vantage point will be just kind of standing here and watching it take full form down the field. It happened so fast, and it looked so clean while it was happening. I, I know with the penalties last week for Tulane having seven, that was an uncharacteristic mount. I, I kind of, you know, found myself trying not to hold my breath, but you could just tell how clean all the downfield blocking was. That's something that you have to equally credit for them. But Sergio Lewis's quickness, I think you really saw that start mm-hmm. to be really advantageous. He had some really good returns in ECU that were unfortunately called back by penalty or the offense just didn't capitalize on them, so you forgot about it. And then you saw more out of Shotty Clayton Johnson as the running back for that game. But he's definitely already shown to make a difference on special teams. I thought he also offered a wrinkle of creativity for an offense that was suffering in personnel. Yes. Him being able to receive out of the backfield and you know run out both him and Mackay Hughes. There was one where he kept it. Mackay Hughes downfield blocked really well for him. You just are seeing a lot of potential despite, again, things kind of wearing thin and to get that kind of boost on special teams. Willie Fritz puts so much emphasis on that. They practice so much during the week. And, I mean, again, you just go back to the Cotton Bowl. USC not having a special teams coordinator might look back and regret that decision because special teams can easily win and lose you the football game. Yes. And that was, you know, a necessary margin for Tulane this Saturday. Matty Hudak with us, Tulane Silent Reporter before the Whistle podcast and also Saints Wire. So let's talk about Makai Hughes. He, again, uh, 19 carries, 131 yards, touchdown. Uh, again, another, again, physical run. And then the smart move at the end of the uh, of the game to slide when he could have kept going, right, uh, to be able to, again, allow Tulane to run out the clock. He's had an incredible year. Again, yeah, just to talk about that, he, it's this team is so team first. You really see that just kind of perpetuate through every single position group. But, you know, to have, again, what's going on as, as the best freshman season start for a Tulane running back, all things considered, Capping that off with, uh, you know, it, it's debatable that he would be able to have broken free to the end zone or at least tried to kind of take an angle sideways. Then you risk getting tackled out of bounds. There's time left on the clock. This team has committed to running out the clock to win these games, and I just think that mentality can't be discounted in the selflessness of it. But I, I think we were talking about this. We're not, you know, just – I believe this is what the stat sheet said, but it was something like Makai Hughes had 131 yards, and 100 of those were after contact. I mean, that just goes to show you can see it in real time. Every Mm -hmm. run 
doesn't look like it's going anywhere. And then all of a sudden he's three yards upfield. I've seen him carry Michael Pratt three yards upfield, but you know, he has just a kind of bruiser runner style that I didn't necessarily expect just because honestly, no one really knew what to expect from a Hughes. It's just been the most pleasant surprise to watch. And I, I've said this on Twitter, but I mean, I, I'm going to be spoiled by running backs now because just the way Tulane has been able yeah. to produce a different type of runner and have it still be that incredible in Hughes right after Spears. It just, it, it, he's really been unbelievable. Right. It's been traditionally for Tulane, historically, it's, it's been a great um, uh, position for Tulane. Uh, having really good or great backs. There's no doubt about that. I did want to ask you about the defense. You were on the field. You saw this in real time. Uh, The walk-on, freshman walk-on Francis, again, seemed to eat up the defense. Benjamin Chester seemed to have their way. What were you seeing out there? Yeah, I mean, it's easier said than done coming into a game where you're preparing for, at minimum, two quarterbacks, at most four, because you you never know about the injury status and Mm -hmm. all of them having such different play styles. It was kind of fascinating to me to actually watch kind of a multi-system quarterback, uh, Marseille quarterback system sort of work in Tulsa's favor, starting the game with uh, Braxton out there, who's much more of a runner. Tol- uh, Tulane faced him last year when they played Tulsa, but you just felt like Kirk Francis got better as the game went on, and it just kind of looked like things were clicking for him in real time. He was a really good uh, passer, and his, his timing, he was such a really quick decision maker. And so a lot of the time, he just, they were well-timed throws. The receivers kind of knew those soft spots in the zone. And unfortunately, you know, when it comes down to those kind of little details, Willie Fritz always talks about leverage and angles. And quite frankly, most of those explosive plays in that game could be chalked up to taking the wrong angle on a tackle. The good thing is that's something that's easily coachable and correctable, but it definitely leads to those kind of explosive plays because, again, that was kind of the most yards that they've allowed in a while, but several of them were just kind of on these blown plays where, you know, there was one where it looked like they messed Reddit, everyone looked at the run to the right, and suddenly this receiver just has open space to the left. It's mental mistakes you don't really want to be seeing, but it's also a game where they had to be out there for several stretches back-to-back after the offense was going, you know, three and out, and they're definitely going to have a different test against FAU having really that true number one receiver uh, in Wester, and so I'll be curious, mm-hmm. you know, this is really going to be a test of coverage for Tulane th- this weekend. Um. I do want to ask you about Will Carroll, who, again, quietly has really been a, a, a field flipper for Tulane. 55-yard long last week, two inside the 20. Uh, your thoughts on how he has performed this season? I mean, it's the hang time. There, I just remember a punt, or I, I just got lost watching it in the air, and that hasn't happened to me. I mean, granted, you know, these things, again, shouldn't come by this often, but getting to see Ryan Wright in person, seeing how just truly, uh, you know, I really – strong punter can absolutely change a game. You're really seeing that really pay off for Tulane. It even goes back to, I believe, against Memphis and Rice, where they were just pinning them inside the yep. 10 back-to-back, and that makes such a difference in play calling. And, and, I mean, just having to drive the whole field, even if you get there, you've, you've used all your blood, sweat, and tears in order to do so. And, again, you know, for to have just a new guy come out, kind of win the competition and be as effective as he is, allowing Casey Glover to – really focus on kickoffs and just continuing to build on Valentino Ambrosio's uh, just being really consistent week in and week out. I mean, special teams has just been such a, a banging unit for Tulane all year, and, and the fact that it continues to get better as the weeks go on, that, that's such a positive to see this late in the year. Yeah, no doubt. And look, he really, I'm telling you, quietly, he has made a big difference for this team. Uh, there, there's no doubt about it. Uh, before you go, and look, you may not have insight into this, but it's a big talker right now. Athletic directorship, when they're going to make a decision, do you have any insight? 
I have absolutely no insight, uh, unfortunately. I know that they've definitely narrowed it down, and you think they probably want to make that announcement sooner rather than later, just looking at the timing of college football in terms of the hiring cycle of, of everything, including the transfer portal as well. So having someone in place is going to be really important for Tulane, but I think having the right person in place is of the utmost importance, and if nothing else, doing the due diligence to make sure that the right person is in the chair at the end of the day. Tulane's always been a school that has been very, you know, operated mostly in silence, and that's mm-hmm. kind of how they've approached this athletic director search. But at the end of the day, you really get the sense that they will have thoroughly vetted outside and internal candidates, and at least be able to make that, you know, thoughtful, rounded choice. That's Final really all I can opine. Sure. Final question for you, Florida Atlantic. Well, what, what, what are you? What should we expect to see this week? I mean, you're going to again have to see them shut down a guy that's leading the conference. He has 93 receptions. That's you know. 60 more than Lawrence Key is a leading receiver for Tulane, but that really is kind of the big trick in their offensive bag. So being able to really show off in coverage, I think will be uh, just a reassuring point for a run defense that doesn't really need to show anything else up to this point. And then, you know, you get one or two guys back on offense and you just want to see them get a, a little bit of rhythm because I just go back to them all talking about maintaining and not being kind of a weird word to describe what they're doing this year. But the fact of the matter is they're actually outperforming where they are last year in terms of win total. So one to know this weekend, even if it's ugly, it really doesn't matter at this point. And then you just hope to get as many guys back as you can healthy for that championship game, or I'm sorry, the final game to set yourself up to play in the conference championship. Yep. No doubt. Again, um, always appreciate your time. Thanks so much for, for joining us on the program. Uh, please let the folks know about your fantastic podcast, where they catch your written work and where they catch the game this weekend. Sure. And of course, thank you for all those kind words uh, at the beginning of the segment uh, before the whistle, it drops on Tuesdays and Fridays. I dropped an episode today is Tuesday, right? Um, explaining, you know, just again, that injury to context and really what it's meant to go back-to-back years having this many wins, uh, wins in the column for Tulane. And those are always posted on YouTube, Apple, Spotify. I post them on Twitter, slash X, which is MattyHudak underscore 94. Post all my Saints Wire stuff there as well. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate the time today. Look forward to our conversation next week talking about a Tulane victory. Awesome. So do I, Eric. Thank you, and roll wave. There you go, rule wave. All right, uh, that's Maddie Hudak. She joins us in the program every week talking Tulane. Tulane 9-1, and 6-0 in the conference. And, of course, waiting on the college football poll tonight, see where they move up as well. 17th in the AP and, the, and also the coaches' polls. I almost said UPI. <laughs> that would have dated myself just quite a bit. It's the coaches' poll. Uh, hey, you want to save some money? Who doesn't, right? You're going to a formal event. Maybe your son's going to a, a, a school dance, right? And, and guess who's coming out with the bucks? Guess who's coming out with the card? You, right? Uh, maybe it's a Mardi Gras ball. Maybe, again, you're, you've been invited to a coronation ball. Maybe, again, you're planning that wedding for your son or your daughter. Why spend 60 to $100 more for the one-time rental of a tuxedo? I don't care if it's a national company or a local company. Why spend that kind of money? When you go to New Orleans Tuxedo and get any complete uh, uh, tux, classic tux and vest tie combination, it'll cost you 99 bucks. $99. Full dress tails are $129. Uh, all the latest styles, all the latest color combinations, and, and of course, alterations are done on site. Uh, and, of course, Ray Butcher working with you uh, to match your, your, your date's dress. If you're planning a wedding, the color scheme, the styles you're looking for for your wedding party. I mean, come on. Locally owned and operated since 1963. And, of course, always changing out, again, their... Um, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the tuxedos to make sure that ultimately they have the latest when it comes to styles and colors. Constantly, again, up, updating everything. Uh, and then you get that service that you deserve, okay, over at New Orleans Tuxedo. 
Uh, Last-minute rentals, no problem. Uh, get the best price in town and keep your money local at New Orleans Tuxedos. That's, again, 4959 West Napoleon, 486-5309. That's 486-5309. Before you, again, waste that money, that, that 60 70 80 $90, $100 more on the one-time rental of a tuxedo with the national guys at the other local shops they've been doing online, go see my friends over at New Orleans Tuxedos, see what they have to offer. Again, $99 gets you a complete classic tux and any vest and tie combination and all the colors and styles you're looking for. Uh, get the right color, the right fit, and the right price for your upcoming uh, formal event at New Orleans Tuxedos since 1963. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Mike Scarborough is next, talking Tigers. Stay tuned. Hey, this is Tim Duncan, Vice President of Athletics at your New Orleans Privateers. Join me every Tuesday at 3 p.m. for the Nolas Team Radio Show. We'll discuss the latest in privateer sports with our coaches, student-athletes, and some of our most famous alum. Join us on 1061 Nash Icon, your privateer sports network. And remember, Nola's team, we are your crew. Let's go, privateers. This report is sponsored by Wendy's Breakfast 2 for $3 Biggie Bundles. Wendy's new Breakfast 2 for $3 Biggie Bundles lets you choose from your fave four, including a sausage or egg and cheese biscuit, small seasoned potatoes, or medium hot coffee. Limited time only during breakfast hours. U.S. price and participation may vary. Not valid in a combo. Single item at regular price. Northbound I-310 Luling Bridge, right lane is blocked. Seeing a 32-minute delay from US-90 to I-10 right now. Westbound I-10, read to the flyover. Only about a six-minute delay at this time, 16-minute ride. And eastbound 610 Metairie to uh, the Norlands East area. Looks like about an eight-minute ride there. Slow traffic, eastbound I-10, flyover to the high-rise. An 11-minute ride there. I'm Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Folks, a lot of folks are heading out on uh, the, the next two months on uh, vacation, maybe going to visit family, right? It's the holidays, after all. you got to make sure your vehicle's in tip-top shape. Uh, bring it on over to Southern Tire, a place where I brought my family's vehicle for years. That's right. When my vehicle's out of warranty, there's only one place I go. It's Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. 51 years of experience in taking care of New Orleans' vehicles. You don't stay around that long unless you're taking care of your customers. They offer you the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, all the major brands you're looking for, something that will fit everyone's budget. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches. You could finance that over time if you'd like. Also, again, ASC certified technicians using the latest diagnostic equipment. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Tony Piazza and him and I in a conversation we had about a couple years ago told me, he goes, look, uh, I saw the landscape of, um, of, of, um, of repairing vehicles, uh, the way vehicles were going, uh, becoming more computerized. He saw that, and he made the, uh, the investment in all the diagnostic equipment you need to keep your vehicle on the road. Even more diagnostic equipment you'll ever find at the dealership. And ladies and gentlemen, you don't have those dealership sticker shock prices. You're dealing with a locally owned and operated business. Again, your money stays home. It's a family owned and operated business. And, of course, a company that's going to take care of you. That's Southern Tire. Hey, your rims are damaged. They can repair those for you. You need new rims. they got a great selection of rims as well. It's your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. It is Southern Tire. Hickory Airline in Metairie. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. SouthernTire.com is the website. And, of course, Southern Tire. Hickory Airline in Metairie. I bring my vehicles to Southern Tire. You should as well. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, and Metairie. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. 
JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. They were ordinary people, like you and me, whose stories inspire us to find strength within. The National World War II Museum. Find the extraordinary inside. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher. I want to thank Maddie Hudak for joining us on the program. We now are turning our attention to the LSU Tigers and breaking it down for us, one of the best we have. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com. Uh, again, uh, a historic site. I mean, <laughs> I mean, for, for, for years, people went to, to TigerBait, uh, again, for, for the message boards, right? Everybody wanted to talk about what's going on with the Tigers. But I'm telling you, the latest, when you, when you want to know what's going on in recruiting, that, again, nobody better. Uh, he's at, when there's a Friday or Saturday night game where a two, I'm sorry, where an LSU um, um, prospective signee is playing, he's out there with his crew, with the best camera equipment out there, bringing you video like you won't see anywhere else. And now he's expanded his site even more with, again, his YouTube channel, which, again, is putting out great content every single day for you. And, of course, again, great shows for you uh, as well. Uh, it's it's TigerBait.com. It's easy to subscribe. And, of course, you'll be glad you did. And Mike Scarborough of Tiger Bates with us each and every week. Mike, how are you? I'm doing good. And thanks, as always, for, the, for all the kind words. Always honest words, my friend. Tell folks how they can subscribe and what's going on with your great site. That's it. You just go to TigerBait.com. It walks you through the prompts. You can be done in 90 seconds and up in our premium content. And uh, you mentioned uh, high school prospect video. We're going to be at two games. 
Friday night would be at three, but uh, Kim Mulkey's got a big game at Southeastern. Uh, she sold out that arena. It'll be the biggest crowd in the history of uh, that uh, 7,000 plus seat arena. So, mm-hmm. uh, but other than that, we're going to have a lot of stuff for you throughout the playoffs. Beautiful. Let's, let's start with recruiting. And Tulane, I'm sorry, I just did Tulane, pardon me. It's the second time I've said it. LSU looks like they've lost, uh, at least right now, two corners that have committed to LSU. Talk a bit about it. Yeah. Um, look, I, I, I think in the coming weeks is going to be vitally important to Brian Kelly. You know, what changes does he make to his staff? Um, I don't know that. Maybe I'm wrong, and it's all NIL dollars that matters. But to me, you, you, you've got to be able to have the NIL component. But, you know, if you're being negatively recruited and you're not getting the defensive lineman you need because you, you don't know the status of Jimmy Lindsay and whether he's going to be the coach next year uh, or if you're going to have the same defensive coordinator for next season, um, or if Steeple's going to be the cornerback's coach or Cook's at safety. Um, and to me, some of those answers, you know, sometimes in, in a program where you've had a head coach for a long time, you can get away with saying, well, we're going to take our time on that, and maybe you get it done in January. Where LSU's at in, in the state of, you know, you can argue whether it's a rebuild or not, but I, I, I believe it is. Um with the portal opening up on December 4th, um, the high school signing day several weeks after that, and you don't have the defensive lineman you need, and you, you need you need some very good corners. Um, and so your high school class and transfer portal, to me, they're going to have to have some answers for that. And it, so it, it is a big deal. That's a need position. And, and Kai Bates was one that uh, has been a worry uh, for m- more than a few weeks as it uh, mm-hmm. thought that he might flip. And he was at Florida State uh, for their game Saturday. And, of course, he's from Orlando, and, and, and that, that is a, a big loss. Right. Um, who was the other corner they lost? Uh, the kid from uh, Tennessee, and I'm drawing a blank right, right now. Uh, with that said, any chance that they'll be able to flip those guys back, or you think they're done? No, they're done. Uh, you, you almost never see those guys come back in the fold, particularly out-of-state right. kids. Mm-hmm. Um, with um, Texas A&M firing Jimbo Fisher, any prospects that, again, LSU may be looking at there that they can flip? Uh, I'm sure they are. Um, you know, we've, we've been talking about Cherry Bussey for, for quite some time. He's an mm-hmm. athlete that can play wide receiver or DB, um, and, and there's others. And there's also kids on their current roster that you'd like to see if you could pilfer. And um, probably the best thing on Jimbo Fisher's staff is his defensive line coach. So if you're going to make a move there, uh, might that be somebody that you want? But um, mm-hmm. I will say that it uh, seems to be uh, m- much more positive on Jimmy Lindsay's health and the fact that he made the Tiger walk and, and was again in the stadium, and he's been making calls to recruits. But um, I mean, uh, month to six month ago, I would have said that uh, Matt House is coming back, but might have right. some changes on that side of the ball. Now I'm not. Now I don't know which way he goes. 
um, let's talk a little bit about um, Jaden Daniels and, and the Heisman. And, and what, again, what he did this past weekend, an historic game, what he's done all season long, what he's done for the last two years for this team. And when you compare and contrast what, what he's done this season to the other uh, uh, players that are that are in the mix for the Heisman, to me, I think it's hands down. And maybe I'm biased because it's LSU and Jaden Daniels, but I don't see a better player in America. Eric, I mean, look, he's obviously a much more uh, complete quarterback than he was last year. But that said, what would LSU's record have been last year and this year without him? I mean, <laughs> obviously he's got he's got a, a, a great surrounding cast on offense. Um, but I, I'm sorry, Nussmeyer would not have done that for you. No, and I think what he's essentially done is he's made the rebuilding effort of Brian Kelly's much more uh, tolerable and easier. Um, and it, 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 he, I, he's single-handedly got gotten it done. I mean, yeah, he's got Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas. And now one of the better offensive linemen, uh, lines in the country and, and running backs and all that. Mm-hmm. But, man, he's just a difference maker. I, there's no better quarterback in, in, the, in the country. And I, don't I, know you do a, I know you do a lot of NFL stuff. I'm hearing right. second and third round for him. If he's mm-hmm. a second or third rounder, someone's getting a steal. Saints are at 32. i got to tell you right now, you run to the podium if he's there at 32. <laughs> Yeah, because that's the second round pick. That's their first pick in the second. That's the Denver pick that they got from from Denver. Well, right now they're projected at thirty two. Um, I mean, you run, you run, you run to the podium. Uh, this this guy's a first round pick, and if somebody doesn't pick him in the first round, they'd be sad they didn't. Yeah, he's highly intelligent. He, he's a great kid for the program. Mm-hmm. Um, you see what he's done now with finally having uh, two years in a row the same OC and, and quarterback right. coach. So. If you're if you're an NFL team that's got a a darn good OC and, and quarterbacks coach, imagine what he's going to do uh, with, with as he even matures even more. And and I also think the the jump that he's made body wise from this year to last year, uh, he's going to continue to get bigger and stronger. And he's also one of those guys because he's kind of narrow and, and angular. Mm-hmm. That's why he's I, the, and. and Kelly talked about that on Monday about, you know, why is he, you know, able to take some of these hits and people can't bring him down. Um, it, it, it's, it's just because he's a, he is a naturally strong kid with, like he said, just loads of fat, fast twitch fiber. And um, I don't know, man. I, he's got another I gear that most year, players don't uh, have. It, uh, I know last year when, when he, you know, didn't throw for 100 yards against Auburn and, and mm-hmm. you know, something's got to give. and But he was still getting it done with his legs. And he's taken, he's taken hits. He's shown how durable he is. Uh, someone finally gets to him in Alabama on a, a questionable call that, of targeting or not. Right. And the next week he's playing. Right, when a lot of people thought he wouldn't play. Right. And, and Mike also gotten better. Look, you saw where his weaknesses were last year, okay? Throwing the ball over the middle, throwing the ball downfield, patient, allowing routes to open up. He's doing that this year. 
So you see the progression of him as a quarterback as well. And look, when you're the first player in FBS history to pass over 350 yards and to run for two over, over 200 yards in a single game, uh, again, that, that, that's saying something, okay? Uh, when, when you look at, again, uh, well, you know, uh, what he's been able to accomplish, as you mentioned, the win-loss record, where would the LSU be? I mean, I look at Knicks, I look at Penix, I look at Marvin Harrison, and I don't think they compare. Yeah, because part of what the Heisman is is what they mean to their team, right? Exactly. I mean, exactly. What would it, and what and who's the LSU best player in America? Who is the best LSU individual be player right in America? Without him. Oh, come on. Yeah. They wouldn't be 15th in the nation. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, There's I, I no just, way in the world, okay? I mean, and I, and I'll still to... stand by. I still believe he is not injured in that Alabama game. It's a toss-up at the end, okay? It's a toss-up he, at uh, the end. He, um, you know, you've got some people out there in the media who are not very provocative that are saying things like they're not too sure now that he's not having a better season than Burrow did in 19. Now, I'm not going that far, but the fact that people are even debating that tells you what kind of season he's having. Right. And, you know, I just think, you know, 10, 20, 30 years from now, you're going to look back on this season, and it's it's, it's just going to be, man, just you're constantly going to be fantasizing about what could have been had Mm -hmm. he had a mediocre defense along with him. Mike, it's 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 the Saints twenty fourteen to twenty sixteen all over again. It's Breeze putting up incredible incredible uh, uh, against statistics and a defense that that again was horrible, and the quarterback had to carry almost the entire season. It's it, it is it's it's almost a mirror image of it. Yeah, I I, uh, I I would love to be a fly on the wall. I know some of it's probably done tongue in tongue in cheek. But you got to believe some of those LSU offensive players really give the defensive side of the uh, the room the business, right? Mm-hmm. You know, well, there's precedent there, Mike. I mean, again, and look, I didn't realize it until they put it up on the screen this week with Tebow in 2007, RG3 in 2011, and, and Lamar Jackson in 2016. All to teams with, again, three losses. And But, again, to the, the one thing I said about that those years were those three were, were guaranteed. You looked at it. You knew going in they were the best players in America. There, there was some question mark now. Now, I'm going to be interested to see what's going to happen with Knicks and, and, and Penix if, if ultimately they're, they're going to kind of uh, you know cancel each other out on the West Coast vote. And, again, if, if that That'll help Jaden Daniels in the long run. Well, I saw Lamar Jackson in college. LSU faced Louisville in the bowl game. Lamar Jackson isn't what Jaden Daniels is. And look what he is in the NFL. So I go back to if he falls, like you said, 32 or second or third round, someone's getting a steal. And I know a lot of people in South Louisiana are just – you know, praying or, or, or fantasizing <laughs> about uh, wouldn't it be great if the Saints could get him? Well, based on what they got doing at quarterback right now and, and the way the, the, the league is going to more mobile quarterbacks, they'd be foolish not to. Yeah. Um, I think it would be fantastic. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. Mike, tell us about your fantastic site, how folks can subscribe. Uh, again, Georgia State this week. This should, this should be, again, a, a game where you see a lot of, of the young players playing. But, again, the next one is going to be A&M. Uh, that's always a big game. Uh, and, then, and then hoping to get into, again, a really good bowl game coming up. But tell us about how they can keep up with everything that's going up with, going on with LSU. 
That's it. We've got it for you at TigerBait.com. And uh, LSU Tigers on TigerBait is our YouTube channel. You can follow me on Twitter, uh, at Scarborough Mike. And we've got a lot of, of uh, prospect video coming your way. Um, we got uh, basketball recruiting news coming tomorrow uh, for women's basketball recruiting. The top player in the country is going to announce between LSU and South Carolina. Uh, we've got football news coming. Uh, you know, we've talked about Harlan Berry on your show a lot. Mm-hmm. He's going to announce next month. And so, um, where do you think his lean is? Back, top running back in the country, and he's making his decision early. So, the, the next the next six weeks are going to be absolutely crazy for uh, sports news uh, with LSU. I would agree. Mike, is there a lean with Berry? Um. I would not bet against LSU. I put in an LSU prediction back in June, and I'm not I'm not backing off that at all. There you go. Thanks for your time each and every week, my friend. All right. Talk soon. Thanks. There he goes, Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. Hey, sign a service agreement with Burkhardt to give you the peace of mind knowing that Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your air-conditioned heating system. Hey, there's some benefits to this. Uh, they'll contact you to let you know when it's time for your fall or winter or spring or summer inspection. I've said this before. John Burkhardt told me this a long time ago. Fall and winter is about safety. Making sure your again, heating system is operating safely. Uh, spring and summer is about making sure that air conditioning system is going to make it through the, again, tough air, to the, the tough summers. Again, with, again, many 2,000 hours that you can put on the air conditioning heating systems in a year. Uh, again, uh, Burkhart will give you priority scheduling. If you need emergency service, you move to the front of the line for service. They'll give you a 10% demand, uh, discount on demand emergency service. And because Burkhart is monitoring the life and efficiency of your air conditioning heating system, it's going to reduce your energy bills. It's going to prolong the life of that equipment, and that equipment is going to operate safely. It's a win, 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 and it's inexpensive. Sign a service agreement with Burkhart today. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. 
Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Diamonds Direct's last and largest sale of the year is this weekend. Get an incredible 20% off virtually everything. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets. Save an extra 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. This is the big one with an expanded selection and in-store designer appearances all weekend. Special financing, too. Lowest prices of the year starting Friday. Get details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Open this Sunday for this extraordinary once-a-year store-wide event. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This report is sponsored by Ancestry.com. It's because of Ancestry. A cousin found me, and we've kind of become bi-coastal besties. The holidays are meant to be shared with family, and there's no better way to connect over what your family is all about. Start today during our holiday sale at Ancestry.com. All right, good afternoon. What we're seeing right now is some slow spots. Westbound I-10, read the flyover. Only about a two-minute delay. The accident at Downman, uh, between Downman and uh, Allenmaster, it's going to be running a little slow. Stop and go from Chef right now. Eastbound I-10, Elysian Fields with a high-rise, six-minute ride, four-minute delay. Slow between I-610 and Downman as well. So a little bit of the slowing there. I'm Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service, Traffic Center. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, coming up next is Jude Young with All Access. Keep it right here. Jude's going to have a great take on Saints, LSU, Tulane, and Pelicans. High school football, he always does. It's a great hour of sports talk. Don't move. Keep it right here on 106.1 FM. Uh, tomorrow night is the Saints Hall of Fame show uh, over at Sedet Landing uh, with Ken Trahan and his guest, Every Henderson. That's 6 to 7. Uh, prizes, autographs, great menu. That's out in West Wego. Make sure you're in that number. Also, tomorrow's Katie's Day. Uh, so, again, celebrity chef Scott Craig will be with us. Uh, and, of course, coming off his Hall of Fame induction over at, over at UNO. Congratulations uh, to him. And, of course, we want to thank Sean Vazan of Fox State Sports, Matty Hudak, again, uh, Tulane Sideline Reporter, and Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com for joining us on the program today. Also want to thank Rudy back in the studio. Also want to thank all the great sponsors that sponsor our program. You go to ericasher.com for a slideshow the sponsors sponsor our program. And uh, we appreciate each and every one of those sponsors. i got to tell you right now, I am so blessed. You know, 21 years of doing this. I never thought when we started this that, again, that we'd, be, we'd have 21 years of longevity. Now, uh, on 21 on radio, 10 on TV. It's been an absolutely amazing ride. And it could not have happened again without you, the audience, and the great sponsors who continue to be able to support this program. And all I've ever asked since day one is, again, go out there and support our sponsors. Let them know, again, that you heard it on the program, radio or TV. goes a long way in those sponsors staying on, on, on with us. And a lot of them have been with us through the full, full 20 years, okay? Uh, and, you know, and again, we're going to going into 21st now. So 
Uh, it's been it's been an incredible ride. Please again support our sponsors and thank you for listening and wa- listening to our radio show, also watching our TV show. We appreciate that so much. Uh, again, so many of you that I've been able to reach out and touch over the years. I've got to know some again people that come up to me constantly and say how much they enjoy what we're doing, uh, and we thank you for that as well. Also, again, uh, uh, remember, again, ericasher.com is where you can find a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Click on the icon of your favorite sponsor. It'll take you right to their website. Been a blast, New Orleans. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll talk about it all tomorrow. Pelicans and, and Mavs tonight. Remember, again, Willie Green not on the court for them. Borrego will be the head coach tonight. And, of course, we'll talk Saints, Tulane, Pelicans, LSU, and, of course, what's happening in our city all through the rest of the week. My name is Eric Asher. Jude Young's next. Don't move. From the gall catching the governor. That includes the mayor. They all got to go. Well,